Hosanna! Hello and welcome to Some Assembly Required, our podcast over here at Wingfleet BIC, where we discuss life through the lens of our Anabaptist perspective. My name is Julie Adams and I'm your host today. I am joined by Pastor Renee Kivit. Welcome, Pastor Renee. Thank you. Good to be here. Yes. So this Sunday was kind of unique because it was Palm Sunday, mm-hmm. which, um, so why is it Palm Sunday? What uh, is the significance there? Yeah, well, we're celebrating Jesus entering the city of Jerusalem, and we really like to kind of dramatize that experience. And typically, other years, pre-COVID, our kids were involved with waving palm branches and trying to help the adults, the rest of the congregation, experience that kind of celebration, the excitement that would have been in the air uh, when Jesus was coming into the city and his followers were cheering and laying their coats down and, you know, uh, it gets me to think about sort of a red carpet experience, mm-hmm. right? Um, here comes someone famous and important, and he gets sort of the red carpet rolled out for him. Was anything else culturally going on at the time? Like, was there like a festival or anything that you're aware of? Not that I'm aware of. And yeah. this started a series of fe- like yes. festivals for the Jewish people afterwards. But, um, you know, it's something I learned in, in studying this was that actually the crowd wasn't as big as in my head I thought it might have been. I always picture like a sea of people. Yes. Like, yeah, yeah. Just my, like, just layers and layers of people. And, um, just learning that actually Jesus followers were a fairly small group of people and the religious leaders were not fans no. <laughs> of Jesus or the, his followers. And in fact, as they were cheering for Jesus and welcoming him, you know, the Pharisees actually asked, can you tell your, tell your people to be quiet? Hmm, interesting. And uh, Jesus is like, well, if they don't, if they don't cry out, actually rock, the rocks are going to cry out. Like, wow. either yeah. way, there's going to be, there's going to be a celebration and even yeah. a small crowd was too much. Uh, celebration for yeah. the Pharisees, but hmm. yeah, cool. It's not necessarily the kingly entry um, that we would imagine. That's basically that's a lot of the things that I was talking about yesterday. Is when we think of kings, and we had the opportunity to have a, sort of a throne on the stage, a fake throne, but uh, kingly throne. Yes, <laughs> uh, to, to emphasize to the kids, it, you know, it's always so special to have the kids part of this service, and we wanted to include mm-hmm. them in. In a, in a special way. And so we tried to have them sort of, you know, socially distanced, masked on, all that whole nine yards um, to enable the celebration to feel, um, just to feel a little bit more familiar and, and comforting, I think, in a way. Yeah. Um, but kids, like, they know, like, how do you roll at the red carpet for a famous person, you know? And so oh, yeah. it's always fascinating and fun to hear their responses. Yes. <laughs> what they think of, you know, famous people or, or kings and queens, which we still have. Oh, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm a little bit of a royal watcher and follower. Yep. <laughs> Enjoy yep. that. I know. Isn't it fascinating? <laughs> it is fascinating <laughs> in a kind of a terrifying way right now, I suppose. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> and so here's King Jesus, you know, nothing like any of the other kings the Israelite people would have seen or noticed or, or mm-hmm. known. And and they were looking for a king that did not look like Jesus. Yeah. And, um, you know, they over and over again, they, they don't, in the end, they don't recognize him. And, you know, all they are, all the prophecies that they knew um, that I read at the beginning of the message that are, you know, typically read at Christmas time, mm-hmm. um, you know, prophesying. And so they would have heard these messages that there's a king coming and there's going to be a kingdom and his, his kingdom will never end. And, for you know the, the Israelites who the Jewish people who were under Roman rule, they they needed that hope mm-hmm. of a king, and 
they began to imagine what that king would become yeah. and sweep down and like knock out all the oppressors and, and just, mm-hmm. just be this like mighty fierce warrior. And um, King Jesus comes and he is talking about setting up a kingdom and they don't know what to do with it. Yeah. They don't recognize it and it feels unfamiliar. And, you know, at first, as I, when I was writing this message, I was like, oh, these silly Jewish people, like, oh, come on. Like, I, you know, I'm so, <laughs> you know. So, so much so, more wise. Oh, well, yes. And uh, how come they couldn't see it? But for hundreds of years, they would have been focusing on these prophecies of mm-hmm. a Savior and a Messiah. And it's no wonder they were longing for a physical warrior type savior mm-hmm. to to save them, and so, yeah. So I, I you know, it it certainly not wasn't their fault that that was their perspective, it, but it had been their longing and their desire. And Jesus comes in and he's like, you know what? I'm going to present to you a different kind of king and a mm-hmm. different kind of kingdom. And it just was like, just flipping everything upside down on its head. Yeah. And and it was hard for them to understand. Um, I mean, it's probably still hard. I mean, it's still hard for us to well, understand, you know? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah. I didn't mean to yeah. have it all sorted no, out no. over here. No, but I mean, you know, they would have, like, actually seen him. But yeah. we can maybe, like, we had a different picture of yeah. what it looked like for Palm Sunday. Right. We have a different picture of what it looks like than what it really would be. Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it sounds like some of them were maybe a little underwhelmed at, yeah. you know, like, oh, yeah. this is the guy, this is the guy. Like, are you sure? That this one? Is, yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. He's not really doing a lot of the things I really wanted him to. He's... Yeah, well, it was their expectation, right? And yeah. disappointment is an unmet expectation. Yes. And, oh, yeah. Yeah. Totally disappointed in the in the notion of King Jesus. And he, yeah, here comes King Jesus and he's, you know, the greatest commands of his kingdom mm-hmm. are love God and love other people. And they're like, what? Like, isn't it okay? No, no, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> you know, and, and then, you know, he, Jesus wasn't a power wielder. You know, mm-hmm. I talked about Jesus not being part of a power play. He, he actually tells, tells people that, you know, you, you need to serve others and, um, you know, don't be like, the Gentile rulers who hold power over other people. And that would be so opposite. We're in a kingdom, you know, the king rules. They they have power mm-hmm. and they wield that power and yep. they tell people to go here and go here and they do. Or there's like dire consequences, yeah. right, for uh, disobedience. And and then another, I think that maybe the, the worst one in, in that context would have been loving your enemies. Mm-hmm. Do you think in my kingdom, we're, we're going to love our enemies? And and for the Jewish people at the time, I think that must have just blew their minds because they're like, "Are you kidding me? How am I supposed to love my enemies? They're, they're, they are totally oppressing me. Like the Romans were, yeah. they were fierce and they were harsh with them. And you're telling me you need to love them? Like, mm-hmm. you are just, yeah, such a disappointment. Yeah, such a disappointment. Yeah, I, I mean, sometimes the solution to the problem, you know, it doesn't. <laughs> it's not what you. <laughs> no, it doesn't seem like no. a real solution. No, no. <laughs> And I think, you know, as I was being hard on the Jews, but in of that time, as I look at the story, but if I think honestly, you know, about if I wanted Jesus to be the ruler to tell me here and there and go, mm-hmm. and would I be an obedient follower? <laughs> and I hazard to say that if I'm honest, no, I probably wouldn't be all the time. Mm-hmm. I still want my own way. I yep. still see things through my lens. Um, I still, you know, choose not to ask him to help me see it in a different way. Mm-hmm. Like th- there are still choices, you know, to, right now for me to say, 
do I want King Jesus to rule my life? Or do I want Queen Renee to be uh, <laughs> making decisions? And I, and I think I give him the crown and then I take it back and put it on my head and then I give it to him and I take mm-hmm. it back. And it's, a, it's hard, but it's, a, it's the kingdom I want to be part of. Yes. I want to be part of Jesus' kingdom where our focus is on loving people, loving God and loving people. And our focus is on caring for, caring for your enemies and mm-hmm. um, as on compassion. The, the, the verses um, that our kids read yesterday were from Matthew, mm-hmm. but the, the Luke account of Jesus coming into Jerusalem actually says when he sees Jerusalem, he begins uh, to cry. To weep, yeah. it actually says, and he, and he said, "I wish, I wish you had known today what would bring me peace." And and uh, you know, here Jesus had been on the earth, and he's trying to teach people, and they're just not getting it. And he he wished and longed for them that they would know peace. Yeah. So then, why didn't he stay longer? Why didn't mm. God leave him here longer? Like, yeah. there's part of me that says he wasn't done. Like he, you know, yeah. Yeah. not I'm not saying he did a bad job or anything, but like. <laughs> You know, yeah. the people, they didn't get it. Like, mm-hmm. why didn't he stay until they got it? Like, right. why, you know? Yeah, I get, I, I think I've, <laughs> I've had those thoughts and I just think it wouldn't have mattered how long he stayed. Yeah. People still wouldn't have got it. I mean, how many years have I been journeying with Jesus and I still have to relearn the same lessons oh. sometimes, right? Like, yep. like, oh, how did I not learn that last time? And I just think yep. in our humanity, it wouldn't have mattered how long you stayed. Mm-hmm. It still would have been hard. People actually saw Jesus do miracles and still didn't believe. That's crazy. Right? Like f- face to yeah. face. And so I just think, you know, the, t- the time, it wouldn't have changed. Mm-hmm. Even though I would like to believe it would have. I don't, I, I don't really think it would have. Yeah. Um, and, and it's hard. And what he was teaching and showing was just so radically countercultural. It, it, just, it just kind of blew their minds. And it was just so hard to grasp. Mm-hmm. Even now, loving your enemies, like that's a... completely and and depending on one another to love and care and serve each other that so goes against the cultural notions of be independent and you can do it yourself and you don't need anybody you know and so Mm -hmm. even now many of these same things in jesus upside down kingdom are still upside down notions yes um Mm -hmm. yeah they just look different in our culture right yeah Mm -hmm. yeah 100 percent. 100 percent. i think uh the last piece that kind of really struck me was the fact that Jesus is a king who weeps, mm-hmm. a king who cries, um, a king who shows compassion and sadness. The, the, this weeping here, yes, he weeps for his friend Lazarus who's died. And mm-hmm. this other time here in Luke uh, 19, he sees what he sees potential and he cries that it didn't get, it didn't get there. Yeah, and uh, I just love that he is a king who is emotion shows mm-hmm. emotion is emotional is compassionate. He's not detached no. from his followers. No, He's, you know, in the trenches with with yeah. us. Yeah, he grieves mm-hmm. with us. I just think those are beautiful. And again, opposite to what we would think of as earthly kings. Yes, you know, mm-hmm. um, and uh, yeah, those things are I think have been very powerfully. Um, moving me to want to call Jesus King. Like I don't often call Jesus King. Yeah. Um, but I think it's a beautiful metaphor 
Um, and it is, it's a beautiful opposites to sort of think about Jesus as king and earthly kings and just the power mm-hmm. to see that the yeah. difference there. Um, it's kind of really just, it's really striking me. Um, and I, I want to want that King Jesus. Yeah. You know, and mm-hmm. if he's my king and he's reigning sovereign in my life, I want to be like him. Mm-hmm. I want to look more like him. You know, I want to love my enemies like him, uh, even when it's hard and even when I don't even know how, you know, and I, I yeah. want to, and mostly when I don't know how, <laughs> or usually I don't know how. That, uh, that one's, I think, difficult. I mean, mm-hmm. I think you'd be hard pressed to find someone that says, oh yeah, loving your enemies, like super easy, sure. you know? <laughs> yeah. I got it in the bag. Yeah. No, that, that's a. Uh... Yeah. And, and for, for Anabaptist church, um, the loving your enemies, the peace, mm-hmm. um, uh, the peace position that we hold, we really feel like comes straight from Jesus' example as king, oh, Jesus' absolutely. example as he treats people. And even how Jesus entered the city, he enters the city on a donkey, mm-hmm. not a horse. And that's a really, uh, a really big, uh, clear picture, earthly kings, especially after sort of like a conquering war. We just captured the city. We, we just did this amazing thing. They would come on a huge horse. And horse yeah. represented war because that was their way to fight yeah a donkey often um people of peace came on a donkey a priest Uh um, or uh, someone to come and care for someone else and so i just think even how he entered the city was trying to proclaim i'm different my kingdom Mm -hmm. my kingdom is different yeah um even subtly you know uh, maybe wouldn't be picked up by everyone but that's uh important did the what's the significance of the palm branches that they laid down yeah, I think um, as I understand it, the palm branches and the the palm branches would have been just a quick thing on the side of the road that they grabbed. That they grabbed. Yeah, because you know some of them used coats and laid mm-hmm. their coats down. It was as if they were trying to not like they don't want Jesus' feet to get dirty as he's coming into the city, but not even the donkey's feet. Yeah, because like, Jesus wasn't on the ground; he was riding this. He was riding yeah. the colt, right? Um, so to even just it's just I don't know. They wanted it to be perfectly pure and like this Mm -hmm. clean is that something they would do when someone was coming I don't know that yeah yeah if they would have done that for other kings I don't know I should have looked that up that's interesting yeah and it's funny because we don't have palm branches here so we're always trying to like it's kind of a funny like what would you relate that to in our you know (laughs) in our culture today yeah (laughs) Oh man, I don't know. What would we have that would be nice that you could quick grab? I don't know. I don't know either. It certainly wouldn't be like a pine branch or something. Yeah. Those wouldn't be soft. No. Right? There's a soft. Or like uh, the cultural equivalent of what we would do. Yeah. To celebrate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. We don't get many famous people here in Wingfleet, so we don't have to practice that very often. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> Not that we aren't That's famous, no. of course, but uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, any closing thoughts, Pastor Renee, as we wrap up today? Yeah, I just think the, I guess the challenge that I'm feeling personally is how are we letting Jesus reign as king in our life? And Mm -hmm. and do we, do we look like the king we're following? You know, do we act like him and talk like him and treat people like, like he did? Yeah. Yeah. That's a... That's a good way to close and a good thing for us to um, reflect on and strive for yeah. as yeah. we go about our week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So 
thank you very much, Pastor Renee. And uh, if you'd like to get in touch with Pastor Renee with any feedback or questions or um, just to chat, you can reach her at Renee at WaynefleetVIC.com. And if you'd like to get in touch with me with any podcast suggestions, feedback or anything, I'd love to hear from you as well. And you can reach me at Julie at WaynefleetVIC.com. So we hope and pray you have a great week and we'll see you later. Goodbye.